What is going on, Tecmo team? Andy here with the Tecmo Bros coming at you. I missed you guys. We got Ben here for our Friday show. Ben, how you doing? Not too bad. How are you doing today? I know you had a, it was a kind s- of a long week. It's a stressful couple days. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday's fine. Uh, just a, a dad in a hospital, and uh, I'll leave it at that. But he's Glad okay. Glad to hear that everything is okay on your end. Yeah, he's okay. He's home. Life is good. Um, but just, uh, not know. often that we miss a show. Yeah. Had to put on my, my big boy boots and, and, you know, be the, be the son that had to go get everything ironed out for a, for a hospital situation. But he is fine. We are fine. Everyone's fine. And I want to thank everyone for joining us on this Friday, the 25th in September. Uh, man, just what, what well, a weekend. I mean, I guess it would make sense that if <laughs> of the one few times that we miss a show, it's during what you have coined the injury apocalypse. It is just not good. Yeah. Uh, numerous first round draft picks, just you know, key defensive pieces like the entire I, landscape. I, I, I mean, that would have been basically our show on Tuesday anyway. Yeah, it would have just been an hour of us yelling about injuries. <laughs> I mean, the entire landscape of the NFL has changed, especially for fantasy purposes. Uh, and man, you know, we always make this kind of joke like championships are won on the waiver wire, especially Absolutely. during like bye weeks. But since this is a permanent bye week for some people that you drafted, we got to hit waivers early. Like there are a couple of leagues that I know that I'm already out of fab because it's just yeah, it's it's been pretty. I mean, we in in our um, you know, we got a big win in the not analytics. Yeah, analytics league. It was, uh, however, <laughs> that is one of the situations that you're talking about. We basically have no yeah. running back. So we won by uh, 0.3 points, by the way, yeah. uh, on a clutch fumble recovery from the Saints. <laughs> we had the defense <laughs> going, and that was uh, a stressful game to watch because I thought the Saints would be good for four sacks on David Carr, uh, Derek. Sure, Carr, but it was the David's ne- it, like brother. once you. It starts to get in the the negative point aspect of things. Yeah, so it was it did not happen like I thought it was going to. We barely squeaked by, but in barely squeaking by, we did lose Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he was our first overall draft pick, so we we unfortunately had to make the difficult decision to part with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, just in order to get some depth, like we had McCaffrey, we had Lindsey. Uh, both are hurt for how who knows how long, and. Like we need to, you know, we're in, we're we're contenders at the moment, being two and zero. We we want to win now, so we had to take some subpar running backs. We did get George Kittle in the exchange, which is exciting. He's not playing. You'll find that out later too, but it was not a decision made lightly. Let's put it that way. And the point being that there's a lot of you out there that probably had to make similar decisions and yeah. going forward will, because. Uh, we're heading into week three, and uh, it in, feels in like we've been through war unprecedented already. Unprecedented twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, w- why not when it comes to the NFL? Because who who knows what's going to happen this week? But um, th- that that would have been our show on Tuesday, and obviously yep. we we did post what we suggested as waiver claims, and uh, and our Bo Jackson cheat code player of the weeks. Yes. So That's that exciting. that was all on Twitter, and uh, we'll post those more often, like our our polls and such as well. So that's uh, that kind of 
gets down to it is basically just injuries and injuries, and we'll be talking about them a ton. Obviously, we're not going to go over them at the top of the show. We're going to go over them. Yeah, we'll go on them on a game-by-game game by game game, basis. Yeah. Uh, but to get into the meat and potatoes of the most exciting bet we have this year for the for the Tecmo Bros, uh, the Carson Wentz versus Daniel Jones score debate. It has uh, not been exciting It has not been far. as riveting as we expected. Uh, I'm already willing to eat my hat on Carson Wentz being a top 10 quarterback because I think right now he might actually be droppable. Uh, just the way things are shaking it's out. Only, it's only been two weeks. But uh, I am in the lead by a whopping point two points. Uh, Wentz is up 25.38 to 25.1. Now, this is just ESPN standard. ESPN standard scoring, yeah. correct. Uh, so right now, I'm in the lead, and I'll take it, uh, even though it's a little well, bit. Well, I mean, both of them have not been good. No, Daniel Jones had a, a sub-10-point week. Well, he was on our not-stars. He was, he and he, did, we, yeah, we own... Uh, several shares of Daniel Jones, so that's that's hard for us to yeah, deal with as well. It's it's pretty pretty woof. But speaking of in pretty Philly woof, uh, Dolphins Jaguars. Let's talk about it. Uh, reason why I say woof is it was a fun game to watch, but man, it from a okay. from a fantasy standpoint, uh, James Robinson is a rock star. Like, go get that man the best you can, but he's going to cost you an arm and a leg right now. Uh, other pieces that you started because you thought they would be worth starting. Uh, of course, DJ Chark was out. Uh, Keelan Cole failed to, to do much. Gardner Minshew let us all down. Uh, sure did. Yeah, you know, and like I, when we were looking, like we had Keenan Cole as one of our waiver pickups, pickups yeah. but Chris Connolly was getting a lot of the, lot more of those targets. And Chris Connolly is bad. He was yeah. doing his best job to make sure that Gardner Minshew had a terrible. But he was game. getting all the targets. It didn't Just make a lot dropping of sense. everything. I mean, Minshew overthrew the one. That's on him. But there were a lot of ones that Conley just did not come up with. Uh, on the Miami side of the ball, like Devontae Parker, 5 for 69, okay. You know, Gusecki rewarded you with a touchdown, but 1 for 15 in a score off of three targets. Coming off of a monster week, not what you were expecting. Uh, Miles Gaskin did his best, okay. just yeah. volume 14 points that he could get you. Uh, in a PPR scoring format, so but not fits a, magic. Fits magic, and like he was good for him. Yeah, like he, was great. he just is amazing. Still, it's fun to watch a guy have fun playing the game because he just went at it. Yeah, you know, what thirty seven? Going to be thirty eight years old. That guy just trucking people, throwing out blocks. Yeah, I mean, he was running. I mean, it was it was it was fun to watch him. Uh, not a lot of people, probably, fantasy wise, probably started them. Like, unless you're a super flex, yeah, I'm sure you started them and were rewarded. Uh, we in our in our dynasty, yep, uh, we had bad matchups for our Watson, and we're and not Jones. really happy with Daniel Jones. So, uh, picked I, up the I, magic. I, I I suggested, and I'll I'll take credit for it. And threw he out did. a flyer. He was not on my radar magic. whatsoever. So. Just a dart throw, just for this week. And the best part about the Fizz Magic play is he got a point for his reception yeah. on his pass to himself. <laughs> he so. was he he's my uh, Jack Trudeau fighting play fill in week. starter of the, the streamer of the week. I can appreciate that. But uh, yeah, James Robinson, you should go get him if you can. Uh, maybe trade like a name because he he's gonna be continuing to be the guy, and he looks impressive. You know, he's game script proof, which is what I love to see. Uh, yeah, he th- that game was just an interesting insight on the usage of certain players and what it looks like when there's game script situations. Because I don't, 
I don't like to harp too much on game script, but sometimes there just is that case. Like if you have a receiver and your team's up by 20, you're probably not getting the game you want out of them. Yes. Just because it's a game script. They're not going to throw the ball and chance turn it over. Game script is a real thing. I don't want to harp again too much. It's, but It's something that you can't. It's unfortunate, but you can't change it. Once the game starts and you've started your player, you can't. Yeah. Can't do anything about it. And that's where the somewhat luck side of fantasy comes exactly. into play. And this is the last thing I'll leave you with before we start getting into the, the game breakdowns for this week. But, you know, you get that sinking feeling like, you know, I started Gisecki and you look at the game and all of a sudden the, the Dolphins are up 14 nothing, And you go like in the pit of your stomach, you're like, why would they throw the ball? if they can just do this without throwing the ball. So then all of a sudden your pass-catching options just don't feel good. So you had to start him because, of course, you did. He's one of the best offensive players on that team. But, like, sometimes you have to look at the game script. Like, if the Ravens are going to be up 40 to nothing, you know, maybe the pass-catchers aren't going to be a great option. You better hope that they are the ones catching the touchdowns. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. This is a weird situation. doesn't it's happen just, often. Yeah, it's, but – one thing that I always talk about that is don't overthink it. Start your studs. Yep, start your studs every single time. Speaking of studs, let's just get into the the breakdown. We're gonna start to go with through. We're gonna start with the noon slate of games. Ready, down, put, put, put. All right, the two and zero Las Vegas Raiders travel to Gillette Stadium to face the one and one Patriots. Uh, arguably, could be two and zero with you know a better play call at the goal line. It, impressive. Las Vegas quite, Raiders quite, so yeah, far. For sure. Yeah. Uh, high 70s, no chance of rain. The Patriots are five and a half point home favorites, as they probably should be. But let's go over the Raiders' side of the ball first. A uh, couple questionables. Josh Jacobs, uh, Darren Waller, questionable. Uh, Henry Ruggs is out, confirmed. Uh, so do not play him because he is out. Notable players. Derek Carr, not David, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, uh, and Darren Waller. Brian Edwards, if you're super, truly desperate, but there are plenty of better options out there. Sure. He might have a better game this week just because Ruggs is not in. Uh, but also Zay Jones and Nelson Aguilar like to just be around and annoying. So Zay Jones, huh? Still alive, doing stuff. But uh, I'm unsure how this game is going to go. I truly believe the Patriots' defense is better than we give them credit for. Like, you watch him against Russell Wilson. Like, Russell Wilson's going to torch everyone's defense. So, I think this is a, a get-right game for the New England defense. I'm still starting Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller because I think they're going to have great games. Yeah, you obviously have to start Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. Yeah, they're the, they're the, some Josh of the best Jacobs at their respective position. Didn't have a great fantasy game last week, but, but the usage still was tremendous. had a, a ton of usage, and he still he will get a ton of usage. Yep. And if it wasn't for his uh, hip flexor issue in the game itself, uh, might have had know, more. Yeah. Re, uh, it's either Richard or Richard, however you want to say it. But that guy vultured a touchdown from Josh Jacobs, so that could have been his. Could have been a good game. And you'll uh, kind of have to monitor. Like we'll see how. I know that hip can kind of linger. Yeah, so we'll see how that works. You have works. to start Jacobs and Waller. But you have to start him, yeah. Uh, is Karsh? Well, there's... Th so here's... I guess we don't have to start talking about it yet, but... Because, knock on wood, there has been no injuries, real injuries to quarterbacks yet. I mean, so we had, fantasy so, viable so we, quarterbacks. Yeah, like, so Drew Locke is out, bummer, yeah, but, oh, you know, fantasy and quarterbacks. Garoppolo, yeah, yeah. whatever. Fantasy quarterbacks. Um, 
we might see maybe that'll be this week. Maybe it was week True. one receivers, week two or running backs, week three quarterbacks. But <laughs> it, do you is Derek Carr streamable? I'm not playing him. I like other options better. Okay. So if Just I can if I can avoid it, no. Uh, but if you're in a league like I'm in my home league, and for some reason people are rostering double quarterback, uh, he might be one of the only options available for you. Okay. Is he in a super flex type position? I'd play him in a super flex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just because you're talking 14 teams with two QBs, like, he's in the top 28. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, some super flex are 10, some are 12. It doesn't. Well, yeah, it depends on what it is. But, uh, just he throws, he's, he's been efficient. Yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering how the passing game struggles a bit with Ruggs not out there to stretch the field. So we'll see if the other receivers can do what Ruggs does in terms of field stretch. So I wonder if it's going to be more of a dink and dunk situation. But so I mean, a lot of Darren that, Waller is going to have a fantastic yeah, game. He's always going to. Yeah, you you would think. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the Patriots side of the ball, uh, Nikhil Harry questionable, Julian Edelman questionable, James White is out. Uh, we do send our best wishes to the White family to uh, get through this very tough and trying time. That is that is never fun to hear, and we hope that James White and his family uh, can can mourn peacefully and and just. Let everyone not yell at him about fancy football. If you're yelling sure. at James White about fancy football, you're a trash Shame human. On you. And if you do that, please unfollow us. Shame on you. Absolutely. Uh, um, Wisconsin boy. Yeah. No, it, absolutely. <laughs> so, we, we love ourselves from James White. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton. Auto. He's, Cam Newton is a at weekly this point, yeah. locked and loaded quarterback. Cam Newton went pretty cheap in a lot of drafts. Cam Newton went undrafted in, in a lot of yeah. leagues, um, but that guy, you know, get him if you can. Uh, don't overpay for him, but get him if you can. Uh, he's just he's he's a set it and forget it quarterback now. There is no question in my mind. Sure, uh, he looks like the Cam of old. He d- he looks motivated. Um, it's been great. I and I just get you know I love me some Cam Newton, dude. Yeah, and uh, other than that, you can probably start Edelman. And honestly, you can probably in like a wide receiver three flex situation with all the injuries, you could probably start Nikhil Harry. I feel confident with yeah, that. It's kind of a dart throw, but yeah, just sure. temper expectations. He's not going to get twelve targets again, most likely, uh, but hopefully he catches some this time. So, where's so is Cam Newton the best running back on that team? Absolutely. Yeah, like Sony Michelle can you know. If you roster him, don't. He's not worth it. No. Rex Burkhead's the same way. James uh, White, like when James White's available, he's, yeah. James White's going to be your flex when he's back. Guy, yeah. He'll be the flex type guy. Uh, but Cam, you know, if it's within the ten yard line, they're just going to run it with Cam. But I like New England's chances in this match. I'm going to pick New England. I will go with the Patriots as well in this one. I think it's a safe bet. But again, start Jacobson Waller. Start Cam. Uh, Edelman, and you can dart throw Harry. Uh, probably a safe bet there. But uh, not a whole lot else to talk about about that one. Let's move on to my favorite game of the week. Ready, down, put, put, put. The 2-0 Los Angeles Rams head to the 2-0 Buffalo Bills. We're in the high 70s, low 80s, no rain. The Bills are two and a half point home favorites. But I got to tell you, this has all of the purposes of being either a defensive stalwart matchup or just a fun little romp. Uh, it could be it could be a shootout. I know Buffalo's got a good defense. They're, Buffalo and LA both have an upper echelon defense. Like it's it's mm-hmm. above average. Uh, but their offenses are also 
above average or just yes. very good. So this could be an interesting game, and I, I fully expect it to be that way. So uh, you have to start your studs in this game. Don't really think too much about the defense. Absolutely. Obviously. Let's go to the Rams side. Uh, Cam Akers is out. He is not playing. Uh, Malcolm Brown is questionable. Uh, broken pinky. So with that being said, Henderson should be a, a pretty solid start. I don't see Malcolm Brown getting much work because holding on to a ball with a broken pinky is not super Tough. easy. And I can't imagine that goes well for him. So he I'm might surprised not even, he's playing. To be yeah, honest, he might not even yeah. play the whole game. So yeah. Henderson, yes. Uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby, I'm all smashing the start button. Uh, I know yep. someone is grabbing Tredavious White, which I believe is Robert Woods. But Robert Woods is shifty. This is a Robert Woods revenge game. Yeah. He used to play for the Bills. Yeah, no, I got you. So uh, with that being said, since I'm smashing all three of those, I'm also smashing the Jared Goff start. Uh, it's just I'm aware he had one bad game in Dallas and one great game uh, last week. I he think he's, It's not like Jared Goff had a bad game in Dallas just fantasy-wise. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm, I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game than we anticipate, so I'm just expecting it to be a little more fireworks than we expected. I feel like it could be. and I'm not saying it yet, but I put the note in here. We've talked about it a bit earlier uh, in our off-season shows when Andy was hyping up Rams, Rams, Rams offense yep, yep. and Jared Goff. I wasn't buying it. We're only two games in. However, uh, continues like this, I might come around. He's I might around a bit. eat my hat on that end uh, and say, yes, Andy, you were right on that. But um, it it could be that. Rams team that we saw a couple of years ago. Yeah, and you know? that's what I'm personally hoping for. But this is one of those games where it's two of the best cornerbacks in the league. You've got, obviously, Tredavious White on the Bills side, Jalen Ramsey on the Rams side, uh, which is fitting. Jalen Ramsey, ha. It's one of those things. Receivers are going to try to get some space, get open. Uh, I think you can still fire them all up. So, again, Daryl Henderson, yes. I'm still starting all my Rams. You start them because they're great players and they're start playmakers. Start your studs. And Goff, while he's not great mechanically, he is the one supplying the passes to all of those amazing sure. playmakers. You start him. Yeah, depending on what else you have at quarterback, uh, you're probably starting Goff. Yep. And on the Buffalo side of the ball, uh, tight end Darnell Knox is out. And the big news is Zach Moss is out, uh, which means that Devin Singletary, you can probably play him as a like a low-end RB2 flex situation because, sure. again, Rams are pretty okay against uh, smaller backs. Like, they had a hard time with Zeke. But this is Devin Singletary we're talking about. Not a big body guy. But he might be in the passing game. But Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and John Brown? You start him. You start him. I feel like you have to. Josh Allen is a beast. Josh Allen's a – like, I'm kind of annoyed. We, oh, we, were, we were hyping him up preseason. Oh, but. for sure. But, like, I was on the Josh Allen train last year, and – I wish he was doing this well last year. Well, it's hard for to. He's a rookie last year, so I mean, you gotta. No, he's he's a sophomore. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's just, just younger. Uh, yeah, younger just, quarterbacks. It's hard to. He really came into his own towards the end of the season, and if I had this Josh Allen last year, I would be the smartest man in the room. But he's amazing. Start him. Uh, honestly, he's probably going to lead the team in in rushing yards. Like again, Singletary Maybe. is an okay play. Just because Moss is out, so he's the lone guy in the backfield. I just his effectiveness worries me. But if you're in it, like all the running back injuries, he's a good start this week. Sure, like that's 
that's where we're at. Like if it, if all the running backs that we had normally weren't injured, I'd be off the Singletary uh, hype train. I don't know. I don't with Moss out. I don't know that I would be. With Moss out, yeah, it still might be, you know. I mean, with Moss out, yes, but if if we're talking like, you know, CMC, he's not going to be an RB one, but like you said, RB two flex. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But do that again. I'm expecting quite a competitive game in terms of points. I'm expecting a lot of them, uh, more than the Vegas line says. So, uh, fire up your offensive pieces. I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, I am sticking to my Rams bandwagon, and I am picking the Rams. I know that might seem strange, but I am going the Rams. Ben? I'm going with the home team Buffalo Bills on this one. I can see that. I'm, I'm really high on the I was. I've been high. I was been pretty high on the Bills going into the season. Yeah. And it'll be a good game. Yes. I think, like you said, it's either we could be all wrong here. It could be. It very well could be a defensive battle. Yeah, it could be battle. like 14-10, but I'm expecting both teams to get into the high but. 20s. It could also go the up opposite side because both offenses, they're just both very good teams. Yeah, so, so, I mean, it could go either way. Should be a good one, though. Yep. Uh, speaking of a, a possibly not so good one, uh, let's keep on rolling. Ready, down, put, put, put. The 0-2 Texans head to Pittsburgh to face the 2-0 Steelers. Why would this be a not so good one? And we'll explain in a minute. Okay. Low 80s with no rain. Pittsburgh are four-point home favorites, and I think they should be higher than that. I don't like many of the Texans in this game. So the Steelers' defense is problematic. They are allowing the fewest points to fantasy quarterbacks this year, and that does not bode well if you're a Deshaun Watson owner uh, just because the offensive line for the Texans is not good. So... Are you saying to not start any Texans? I, no, I'm not saying that. Okay. Uh, where you drafted Deshaun Watson, you have to start him. Sure. Uh, you typically, like, again, most leagues are going to either, you know, home leagues might have two quarterback rosters. Always the, the best quarterbacks are already taken. And for what you, what you either paid for him or where you drafted him, you can't afford to not start him. He can make things happen. I'm just very nervous with the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Sure. Uh, David Johnson, not a lot of faith this week in him. Uh, Pittsburgh versus running backs is a scary type thing, and David Johnson, I mean, he had a good week one, had a not-so-good week two. Uh, not to mention, Brandon Cooks is, you know, using air quotes, kind of banged up, and Will Fuller, you know, finally his, his hammies finally gave out, gave out on him. <laughs> so I'm not even sure he finishes the whole game. Which means that Brandon Cooks has to carry the whole load with with Darren Fells and Jordan Akins. It's yeah. just it's overall not a good situation. I feel really bad for the Houston Texans. Yeah, they had a bad because schedule. When you're talking fantasy wise too, um, they're they Deshaun Watson especially because I I love Deshaun Watson. Um, man, so you get first game. Of the entire NFL season, you're playing the defending champs. Defending champs. Cool. Well, then, then you get Baltimore. Yeah, then you get a you get a downgrade to someone who was knocked out in the first round in Baltimore. Yeah. But then it's Baltimore. And then you get Baltimore. <laughs> and now, you go up against that Steelers D at, in Pittsburgh. Like, I'm sorry, Houston Texans. That sinks. I f- I I feel like they will come around. Oh, for sure. It's, it's just, just it's been brutal to start off. 
the problem is, like you said, you have to shot, start Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You don't love the matchup. You have to start him. You probably have to start David Johnson. For what you paid for him or where you and drafted him, you have to start him. Just you, due to the fact that he the injury issues at running back, he's probably you probably have to start him. You hate it. Well, okay. if, you you, if your running back <laughs> is healthy and has yeah. an, an okay target share, you have <laughs> to start him. Uh, Brandon Cooks. You don't love it, but you probably have to start him. And I don't know that Fuller V is startable. Oh, I'm I don't. Just, I, yeah, I'm I want just nothing hands off guy. of him from now on. But unfortunately, that's our that's our bleak look of the Texans yeah. again. You you probably have to start Watson, but I want you to temper expectations. It, it's going to probably be a sub twenty point week in standard scoring. Uh, I'd be I'd be happy if he got me fifteen in a in a bad situation. Uh, on the other side, though. Yeah, other side. I mean, the Texans defense is exploitable. No injuries currently on the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, injury card. Everyone's playing. So Big Ben, James Conner, Juju, Deontay Johnson. I want to be very clear. You can start both Juju and Deontay Johnson with 100% confidence. Probably. Deontay Johnson, I believe I read a stat somewhere. He has the highest target share out of any receiver on a team with 34% target share. Crazy. The guys had double-digit targets week one and two. Uh, Juju's still fantastic. Juju's that big play home run swing that Big Ben's going to use. But Deontay Johnson is doing some crazy stuff. James Conner, what a week, too, after having a really bad week one. Heck, you know, yeah. Like, basically told everyone that grabbed Benny Snell to yeah, go. Yeah, we would have sn- talked about this Tuesday. Like, the, like B- Benny Snell with his negative fantasy points that everyone yeah. went and picked up. And James Conner told him, sit down. Yeah, so we apologize if we hyped up Benny Snell too much well, for you. We, we, I mean, we picked up Benny Snell in one of our leagues that we co-run, yeah. and that didn't go well for us. So we're just like you. We, we took the James Conner, quote, injury. It was a lot of people did yeah, that. a bit too so seriously. But um, James Conner told everyone to shut up and sit oh, down. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I think you can play your Steelers with confidence. I, again, what about I th- Big Ben? I th- you know, with Juju and Deontay Johnson, uh, you can play Big Ben. Okay. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, not to mention Chase is, Claypool. Is Big Ben going to be a top ten? Let's, I mean, let's <laughs> ask the uh, again. We're only two yeah. weeks in, and we'll continue to talk about it. Let's let's go back to OG Sam. OG OG Sam. Uh, he said that uh, Big Ben's going to finish the higher silliness, than Matthew Stafford. And the silliness that we thought he he had brought out with that comment. I think he. May have been onto something. So with, far, so good with his we'll Big Ben that. prediction. Okay. Uh, I I still don't think you know he said Juju's going to finish top ten. I'm still not, I'm still not buying that. But because I Big, don't know that Big Ten Big Ben's going to finish top ten either. I don't know either. But Big Ben looks good. He looks rejuvenated. But he's viable. But the thing about Juju is Deontay Johnson is overshadowing Juju. And I want to put this out there: if you got a deep bench or if you got injuries, because everyone does this year. Uh, and you can find a spot to hang on to Chase Claypool in your league. Pick him up. Let him sit. His yep. snaps have been going up week by week. If anything were to happen to any pass catcher in Pittsburgh, you immediately have the next best option. Well, just kind of remember this. Remember what happened when Antonio Brown was the number one receiver and then Juju kind of came yep. out of nowhere? Deontay Johnson. Yeah. No, Deontay Johnson looks really good. I'm actually – Sad that I didn't buy into the hype earlier this season, but uh, I think you can start your Steelers with confidence. Yep. I think you can start your Texans with uh, with a bit of a a chip wah, on, their, yeah, b- a bit of a Charlie Brown sadness. 
Uh, I am going Pittsburgh. It seems pretty obvious. Uh, I think I think the head, the Texans are a lot better team than they've shown. They're better, but they, their they record drew shows, like the three worst matchups to start. Uh, it's going to be the Steelers probably take this one at home. Let's uh, keep on rolling. Ready, down, hood, hood, hood. The one and one 49ers head to New York to face the one and one Giants. That can't be right. The Giants are two and zero or zero and two. Yes, my notes are wrong. I'm sorry, okay. Tecmo team. No worries. It is high seventies with no rain. The Niners are three and a half point road favorites. Oh. How about that? Ew. We're gonna start on the Niners side of the ball because it is so short. So let's talk about injuries. Can Jimmy, we? Jimmy G's not playing. Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, George Kittle, all not playing. Not to mention they lost uh, Nick Bosa and uh, Solomon. They're out, too. Everyone's hurt. Oh. So do you know what that means? It's Jarek McKinnon time. <laughs> is Jarek McKinnon the only, like, in this entire game, is he, like, the only good fantasy start? Uh, he's probably the only one that, like, I feel really confident in. Uh, so the thing about because we'll get to the Giants shortly because this yeah. is this seems is like one of those games that Sam would just be like, can we just go on to the yeah, next one? This is gonna be an interesting game. Uh, so McKinnon's a, a, a must start just based on the fact that he's gonna have the most opportunity. And he's probably the most picked up guy off of waivers. Yeah, I spent most of my fab on him just because yeah. I panicked. But anyways, well, uh, right now, like if he does anything he's been productive even in a three-headed monster situation so i'm hoping that this yeah. is just a, a he, you know coming out party for him uh, welcome back from your acl tear in 2018 uh so here's the tech <laughs> what we need the tecmo team's help with the aforementioned situation where we we got rid of christian mccaffrey because we had no running backs we have uh not great running back options to to fill in uh we got Gaskin, sure. Uh, we're we're contemplating starting uh, Ronald Jones versus Denver or Jeff Wilson Jr. in this game versus the Giants. Because if you look at a Shanahan offense, he plays typically three running backs a game. Typically, it's Mostert, Coleman, McKinnon. Uh, but with two of them out, that brings Jeff Wilson Jr. as the second running back. So we want to know what you guys think. There is a pull-up on our Twitter we'll, when you hear yeah, this episode. We'll, mention, we'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of the show. Yes. But, but right now, the only person I feel confident with is Jarek McKinnon. How about um, you, Ben? Absolutely. And and this is where that poll, like, Jeff, I don't know who Jeff Wilson Jr. is. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I've never heard of him. He was the guy he sounds like, all he those sounds like, last year. He sounds like a middle school gym teacher. I don't know who this guy is. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. Yes. I, I'm not putting him in notables right now in, in terms of talking no. about this game. McKinnon's the only notable, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, on the Giants' side of the ball, we all feel very sad. Saquon Barkley has lost his season. Yes. And that is upsetting because he's fun to watch as a football fan. Um, so with that being said, they did sign Devonta Freeman. They have Deion Lewis, and they have Wayne Gallman are the three main backs. Yep. Uh, also, Danny Dimes, uh, Sterling Shepard's out this week, along with Saquon Barkley. So that leaves Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, and Evan Engram as your pass catchers. Um, in my notes here, I just say I don't want any part of that backfield. No. At all. If I mean, you, so you look at the talent. You look at Devonta Freeman, Deion Lewis, Wayne Gallman. If, if Saquon Barkley couldn't make anything happen with that offensive line, 
I don't have any hope that those three are going to be able to do anything. Like it's it's been it's been rough rough start for the Giants. I thought their offense would be a lot better. Yes. Um, now, Devontae Freeman is interesting. Obviously, a lot of Dan Lewis and Devontae Freeman, two more, two of probably the top three or four picked up guys yep. off of waivers. Freeman's an interesting case because he is talented. Um, he, if you went and picked him up, I don't feel comfortable starting him this Not week because th- he yeah, just joined, the, especially joined the darn team. But we, I've I've seen people spend a lot of fab yeah. on him and such. Um, yeah, I think he went for well over 40% of people's fabs I mean, in most leagues that I saw. A lot of people drafted Danny Dimes as a startable number one QB. He hasn't been yet. Um, Darius Slayton, I, I do like as like a wide receiver's three flex Yeah, because they'll be – you think they'll be behind, but the Giants' defense is also banged up too. So, are they going to get the kind of pass rush that they usually get on yeah. Danny Dimes? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I think Evan Ingram's a solid play this week, just based on the fact that the uh, Shepard's out. So then it's Slayton Ingram and a, Tate. He gets the targets. I mean, he's he's the short range target, whereas you know Slayton's typically a little it's bit longer. The Giants. It's gonna this this game is going to. Kind of tell you a lot, I think, about what's going to be going on with the Giants going for, or the 49ers going forward. Yep. And maybe some of the Giants going forward because we're going to have to, we're going to see what the 49ers defense um, is able to do. And we're going to see <laughs> if the Giants could take advantage of their defense if their defense isn't able to a pass rusher yeah. do anything because of all the injuries. So It's just an interesting situation because the defense on the, the Niners Giants, I mean Mullins is starting like you don't even not that Jimmy G's great but like that yeah, I like, actually expect this to be a relatively low scoring game oh, just cuz I'm be. not sure any team can successfully move the ball consistently. Might uh, be it might be kind of nasty. Yeah, I don't know. And they have to play on that field that's like a sticky turf situation. So so the only like of this entire game McKinnon's probably the only Confident start. That I'm starting McKinnon. I'm starting Engram with with a relative with confidence, confidence okay. just because he's had eight targets the past two games. So I'm expecting that to continue. It, and some people are probably going to be starting Deion Lewis because you have no other choice. Yeah, but if if you have no other choice and they're the best available, yes, that's going like, to be. I mean, that's going to be the case for a lot. But of then people. we we'll talk about the end of the show. Like, do you start like? Jamal Williams or like Jeff Wilson Jr. again, yeah. but that's that's the joke of the week. Uh, I'm going San Francisco just because I still think they have the talent to pull it out. What do you think, Ben? God, I almost Ben's like I don't want to pick anybody. <laughs> well, I it, it almost I'll, you almost want to pick the the Giants just because they have the most healthy talent left. Uh, but like, do they? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know. I'll take the Niners. The Niners. Again, not a not a sexy game by any stretch of the imagination. Uh it's it's just uh injury apocalypse, man. Injury apocalypse. Ready down. Hunt, hunt, hunt. The two and oh Tennessee Titans head to Minnesota to face the O and two Vikings who are just hemorrhaging personnel. They play in a dome, which is awesome, and the Tennessee Titans are two and a half point road favorites, which is crazy. That's but not crazy. The Vikings are bad. Their defenses look terrible. Like I go back to the NFC North episode back in June, and Wolf. I look back when I said that the Vikings have the best chance to win the division. I want to slap past Andy so hard <laughs> in the face because 
I should have never, uh, uh, never doubted it, but injuries have been bad. Ooh. Injuries have been bad. Uh, so we're going to take a different direction. We're going to start on the Viking side of the ball this time, okay. uh, just because there's not a lot to talk about. Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. There you go. That's it. I mean, you're not starting Cousins. Cousins has been arguably Atrocious. the worst quarterback in, in football. Uh, next to maybe Carson Wentz at this point. Just, ugh, that hurts to say. It's easy. He has not been good. You start them just based on volume. Thielen's going to probably get double-digit targets. Dalvin Cook's going to be Dalvin Cook. And that's about it for the Vikings. You don't start their defense. You don't start anybody else. Uh, that's it. Like, And I'm pretty confident that's it. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I wish I had more to add to it just to make uh, some content. But, uh, yeah, just, this is a bad one. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not mad about it. I hate the Vikings. I'd almost rather st- talk about the next game, which is equally bad, but... Let's talk about the Titans quick. Remember, uh, I put the bad games kind of in the middle. I know, and th- there's a lot of them this week. I know, <laughs> but I put them kind of in the middle. I start out with one or two good ones. When I, when I set up the, the outline and the script for the show, I start out with the I'm, – I'm, I've gotten good at it. It's like you start the opener to like get the crowd hyped yeah, up, I and then the middle's kind of like the bathroom break, yeah. and then like the end's the main event. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. try. I'm trying to make it not a bathroom break and talk about how just terrible the Vikings are. I got you. Uh, the Titans <laughs> though have been okay. Yeah, I don't want to say they're doing great, but they've been they've been fine. They're two and zero. Oh. I mean the two they're they're two and zero. Oh, yes, the, a couple hard fought games, but AJ Brown's out again, bone bruise in his knee, uh, which means your notables are still Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, Corey Davis, and Jonu Smith. Uh, if you want to dig super deep for Adam Humphreys, that is your prerogative. I don't recommend it, but that's up to you. Uh, again, injuries and such. Yeah. It, injuries, it, it's bad, but I fully expect this to be a Derrick Henry game where he's going to run all over your face. Yep. Uh, if Aaron Jones can do that to the Vikings, Derrick Henry a little bit slower than Aaron Jones, but bigger than Aaron Jones, and will probably have just as equal an effect. But, yeah, I mean, you look at it, though, too. Derrick Henry didn't have a huge game last week. No. He's still missing that, like, big Derrick Henry game. Uh, if they do throw more. I like Corey Davis and Jonu Smith a lot. I like Jonu yeah. Smith a lot. Well, he's been very good. Like he's he's probably the biggest, like fastest tight end I've I've seen play. I mean, you just look at it like last week when they the, against the Jaguars. Yeah, that Derrick Henry didn't have a huge game. I think the to me honestly, Tannehill's been kind of on a bit of a tear. Yeah, the first couple weeks, and he might be streamable. Say uh, even startable, depending on who your other quarterbacks are. The disrespect I showed him in preseason uh, was insurmountable. Well, no, I mean, as did I. But again, is is it car- is he going to be able to do it the whole season? That's I don't know, but so far, so far, so good. I think you can start him. Yeah. I think you can start your Titans with with a good amount of confidence. Sure. Because yeah. the Vikings' defense is just the Vikings, so porous. The Vikings are a dumpster fire, and there's no good way to say that. They have they have some talent, but man, it's just it's just not. This is not the year for the Vikings to do so, anything. Yeah. So so obviously Tannehill, Henry, Davis, yeah. Jonu Smith at tight end, and if you're so inclined and looking for a deep throw, Adam Humphreys. Yeah. So uh, all that being said, Tennessee is my clear pick. Uh, Titans. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, not much else to say about that. Let's keep on rolling. Ready, down, hunt, hunt, hunt. 
the one and one Washington football Washingtons travel to Cleveland to face the one and one Browns. It is a low eighties with no chance of rain. There's no rain this week. That's this isn't good. a terrible game. No, it's not. I mean, it's just it's just. Too well, it's very one sided as far as fantasy goes. Teams. Uh, the Browns are seven and a half, yeah. seven point home favorites. Pardon me. Most things are halves, so I get thrown off when it's not seven point home favorites. Uh, we'll start on the Washington football Washington side. Uh, injuries: Stephen Sims Jr. Okay. Negligible, uh, but notables. Terry McLaurin is a smash lock every week. Uh, one thing that I want to talk about streaming-wise, uh, tight ends. In tight end required leagues, Logan Thomas has quietly put together nine targets I a week. I agree with you there. And he's clearly the number two option, and with the running game not exactly like fortified or yeah. even clear. Uh, Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas, I think. I mean, Logan Thomas should be, especially in tight end must-start leagues, should be, if he's not starting this week, at least picked up and yeah, put on rostered, the bench and rostered. Sure. Like, um, a good example of those, he's a great stream this week, especially if yeah. you're a Kittle uh, manager and yep. you, you he's out. The Browns have given up the most points to the tight end position. I know it's only week three. But it's still saying something. But they just... They can cover your receivers, but not necessarily your tight ends as much. So I like Logan Thomas for a stream. If you're like, if you're not confident in your your tight end matchup, Thomas is typically available and and a good option. So he he will be after this week. He will be yep. Get him rostered. now before people yeah. realize how talented yeah. he is. But those are the two: Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. That's really about it. Maybe Antonio Gibson. Uh, I just that's don't just know if the volumes there. We're just gonna leave. My concern <laughs> with that is yes, the the talents there. And you know, he had a good game last week uh, to an extent. But I firmly believe the Browns are going to be in a good control of this game. And it's going to be a, a throw situation for the Washingtons. So um, maybe not a great week to start them. But that could be me. What makes you think that the Browns are going to be in firm control of this game? Well, they have. Uh, we'll just jump to the Brown side. They got Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. That was my transition. Like that's, that was kind of my idea right there. Cause that's, uh, that's a lot of talent to try to take down. And I, I think the Chubb-Hunt combo showed, as we talked about in the offseason, yes. what this fancy offense should look like. Is that last that's week? That's what it should look like. Yeah. No, they were playing the Bengals. Sure. Totally get that. But, but that Chubb-Hunt combination, like I think that you can confidently start them. Either one. No, you, you, you plug Every them both week. in. Yep. If you, for some reason, uh, manage them both, you start them both. Like that's that they, they might both be startable yeah, yeah, so on the same team. Yeah, we're in that weird situation. Yeah. Remember like uh, Melvin like Gordon and Austin Eckler from yeah. like 2018? It's kind of like that. You can just start them both. Like you start Chubb Flex on? Yeah, easy. Or vice versa? Yeah. Uh, I know Washington has a, a formidable front four now. I just... So this may suck if you're the Chubb manager, but I think Hunt has a better game because he's more in the passing game. Just because I expect some dump offs, Baker might not have as much time. Uh, what that means is OBJ, Landry, and Austin Hooper might be in for disappointing games. You still have to start, but them, you have though. to start OBJ and probably Austin Hooper. And you can probably sit Landry. Landry. He might, might not even be rostered. Really, it's a. He's still going to be rostered. I mean, Maybe. injury apocalypse, sir. Yeah, I know. I just it sucks. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I'm like it. Any other year, we might. I've I've always liked Jarvis Landry. Oh, like, but I mean, like, I when we're talking his ability, in he's the, just going talent. back to the last game, if we're saying that Adam Humphreys 
is a possible streamer. Your your point's taken. Uh, yeah. Like Michael Travis Thomas, Landry Devontae might, Adams, yeah. and Julio Travis Jones Landry just, might be a yeah. Dart throw. I mean, the big three might not play, and that scares the crap yeah. out of me. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about them in their respective games. But you can start both running backs. You could probably start, again, OBJ and Hooper, in my opinion. If you need a receiver, Landry. I'm not saying Landry is a must could, start. I'm you, saying yeah, you, it's feasible. You could. But yeah. um, all said, Stefanski's offense looked like it was rolling a ton. It, I'm going with the Browns. If they can keep that up, and it looks like it did last week, uh, Browns as well. All righty. Let's talk about a game that should be, just fantasy-wise, it should be a fun one. Ready, down. Hunt, hunt, hunt. The 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals travel to Philadelphia to face the 0-2 How Eagles. How is this fun fantasy-wise? Just I'll explain. Ew. Low 80s, no chance of rain. Philly is four-and-a-half-point home favorites. That seems high. Uh, but the Bengals, so what, 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 what I mean fun fantasy-wise is two very not-good defenses and a lot of people who are you know, on people's rosters. So this could make for a fun fantasy game with your players performing. At least I think so. Okay. Let's talk about the Bengals. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd. Drew Sample, three exclamation points. Yeah. He wants me to shout that. Uh, all of them are startable, like I think. Yeah. Even Easy. Joe Burrow? Even Joe Burrow. Hmm. So here's the thing. If your quarterback situation is not great, like as an example, uh, in one of our leagues, a member has Daddy Dimes, and that is not a good matchup this week. He's gonna, he picked up and he's streaming Joe Burrow. Okay. Because it, I gi- guess. it gives you a good chance. Like, if, if you're not confident in the matchup, like, if for some reason you had Kirk Cousins and you still have him, okay. you drop him and you pick up Joe but Burrow. But he's certainly not a must start. Whereas he's not a must start. Whereas Mixon, AJ Green, Boyd, those are must starts. I'd take a shot on Burrow in like a DFS situation because I okay. bet you he's not expensive. Oh sure, yeah, I like that. Uh, but Joe Mixon, yeah, he he's been disappointing, and I know that he's been disappointing. And he but will th- continue to be, and he'll he'll continue to kind of disappear every once in a while. I think he has a good game here. Uh, AJ Green's getting targets. Boyd has the most amount of routes run out of the slot out of any receiver in football right now. He's and the number Drew one. Drew Sample. Well, just comes off the bench in the second half of the game and has nine targets. That was crazy. That's why he's got excellent. Like I think, should should we put him up for the Andy Austin Hooper tight end deep call of the year? We could. We could. I mean, we're only I two did, weeks in. I did lose Blake Jarwin. You did lose Blake Jarwin. I I am willing to give that to Drew Sample. I think we might as well. Fun. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. it's already been ruined for this year with yeah, exactly. Jarwin being out. <laughs> but I mean, is he? Again, in in uh, let's say you lost Kittle, and that was your only tight end. No, if you can get Drew sample, sample, I think it's a great option. And Especially I mean, if you're in a PPR format, he might give you a nine for sixty-two. Yeah. I mean, he's like. gonna be he, and they like him. He's athletic. No, I I did see that he was mostly their uh, pass blocking tight yeah, end. Yeah, but after but last week, he's I'm athletic sure. and can catch. And with uh, Uzama out, yeah. He's going to get yeah. the share targets, and a rookie quarterback's best friend is? The tight end the tight safety end. blanket. Yep. yep. So I think you can start all your Bengals uh, with a relative com- confidence because the Eagles' defense has not been good. Oof. Uh, that's why I think it's going to be fun for fantasy because it should be a high-scoring affair. On to the Eagles' side. 
Jalen Rager is out with a, uh, I believe it's a torn UCL that is in your thumb, so it makes it definitely hard to catch a ball. Alshon Jeffrey still being out indefinitely. Well, I mean, he's, who knows? He's just. I honestly, I'm not sure he can come back at all. But I'm sure he will. I just, even if he does, I don't he'll want. He'll randomly show up one every three games. Yeah, he'll show up at one every three games and yeah. tear his uh, some type of ligament every first quarter. Yeah. Just he's. I'm sorry, Alshon. You were great. I was a huge fan of yours back in the day. I just I don't see how this works for you uh, going forward. But they're both out. Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. Uh, those are the four you're starting, and you're starting this week, I think, with confidence. I somewhat agree. What? Which one don't you agree with? I think you're. I think you know which one I don't agree with. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah, he's been bad. He's been not good. He's been not good. Um, I think the Bengals' defense hasn't been god awful. I mean. Last week they were. The week before that, not as bad. Right. Um, I think this is a Miles Sanders game. Oh, I think Miles Sanders is going to be the guy. Um, I mean, if you drafted Carson Wentz, you're still starting him. I'm just tempering, as we've talked about, tempering expectations. There might be better options out there. There could be. And you're hearing this from a guy who's not on high on Carson Wentz to begin with, though. So kind of keep that in mind. Likely... He's starting if you have him. Um, but, I mean, you know, we have a bet saying that I think Danny Dimes is better than Carson Wentz because right. he said something stupid. And it might not look so stupid because they're both terrible. So, I think Sanders, though, I've, I'm really high on Sanders this game. Both tight ends are always, at this point, Goddard's a must-start. Ertz, obviously, is Zach Ertz. Yeah. So. Like, you watched what Chubb and Hunt did to the Bengals last yeah. week. Uh, Sanders is going to do that. Also, I I think so. Probably so. Yeah. Uh, Ertz and Goddard, they're the top two pass catchers. Like Ben said, you have to start them. Uh, Once you could, if you drafted him and you still believe in him, you have to start him. Yeah, against the Bengals, you do. Yeah. And I think I think for me, this is going to be the make it or break it game for Carson Wentz. Oh, if I don't see something from him in this game. I think I'm firmly off the Wentz bandwagon. Would you rather have Joe Burrow or Carson Wentz in this in game? In this game? I'd rather have Joe Burrow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> it does. Yeah, and I'm on the Carson Wentz side of this bet. So <laughs> I want to personally, if you are listening, apologize to Ben Westra, my good friend, <laughs> who I insulted by saying that Wentz was better than Dak. Uh when did you say that? We I said that in the NFC East episode. You didn't say that in the NFC East. I ranked East, him higher than Dak in oh, my quarterback you did? rankings. I don't even remember that. So I want to personally apologize. Uh, thank you for sticking by me, even though I have disastrously bad takes every once in a while. We uh, all do. We it's all do. Uh, this mean, one was particularly bad. But it, this is my break game for Wentz. If he doesn't show me something, I'm out. Uh, but I am going on the Philly side. I'm taking Philly because I believe sure. that Philly comes back strong. I suppose I will take the home team there. Um, I, I I think Miles Sanders is going to run run all over him. Yeah, I think Miles Sanders puts up a big old week. I don't want to get myself too hyped because I do have a lot of shares of Miles Sanders. But uh, me, I am hoping he has a big week. Let's continue on to another team who will hopefully have a big week. Ready, down, hunt, hunt, hunt. The 2-0 Chicago Bears travel to Atlanta to face the 0-2 Atlanta Falcons inside of a dome. That hurts. They should be 1-1, the Falcons. Uh, but they are three-and-a-half-point home favorites it's are the this Falcons. Is this, like, I look at this, and I look at this game, 
And when you say 2-0 Bears versus 0-2 Atlanta Falcons. Doesn't that suck? It just hurts your heart. And I look at the fantasy portion of it, especially, like from our our vantage point, what the hell? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's not good. <laughs> I know. And, and I, I think in proxy, I've become more, more of a, I don't want to say a Falcons fan, but I find myself rooting for them a little bit more every once in a while. I just want to see them not. Just I mean, I have to look at the Julio step on their own Julio feet. jersey a couple times a week. Exactly. I have to listen. I mean, I talk to you daily. I have to listen to it every day. So I think in proxy through osmosis, I've learned to root for the Falcons and fantasy wise, absolutely root for the Falcons. Absolutely. I mean, they're a tear in fantasy. Like, I will let you continue because I'm sure you want to introduce. Yes, we're going to start on the Bears side of the ball, though. All right. Uh, just because, again, we're going to start well, with the Because there's not a lot to lesser. talk about. Yeah, there. so not no injuries currently on their report for any fantasy-relevant folks. Uh, ben just has the word yuck on this side, <laughs> which is apropos. Yeah. Uh, essentially, you, you're starting three – not even – you're starting two people. Uh, you're starting David Montgomery because he's proven that he's going to be the, get the back to have. And you probably need him if you, with the injury pocket. Exactly. Uh, you're starting Allen Robinson because he is a beast – uh, Even though he had a bad week last week, he's had two not great yeah. weeks. Like, let's put it this way: we were high on him. I mean, we were coming in. Allen Robinson was five for seventy-four week one and three yeah. for thirty-three week two. Not your normal A Rob stat line. He should be doing better. He should be. And the Falcons do have a bad secondary, so I think he could have a fun game here. Uh, which hurts me to say, but in the quarterback situation, if you are in a bad spot there. Uh, you could stream. I don't even like that you put that in there. You could stream Mitch Rabishki. I don't even. Uh, well, I mean, I guess. he is trash. I, um, I'm not going to. I. Like. Eh. Yes. It's, it, There's it, only a few. He's only. Uh, I don't like saying it, but. I know. Uh, again, you're starting A-Rob. I suppose you're starting David Montgomery. Defense, yeah. And that's the extent of it. Dude, could this end up being a high scoring affair? Sure. Probably, because the Falcons defense just. Can, they, like their offense is fantastic. Matt they Ryan's just can't gonna stop anyone. Yeah, Matt Ryan's gonna put up like either three to four hundred yard passing games and multi touchdown games every week. Uh, so if you can find a way to get lose. Matt Ryan on your yeah. team, get him. Oh, well, he's already. Uh, Julio Jones is questionable. He is a game time decision. That one sucks. That stinks. Uh, but he's thankfully we'll talk about a, a, a similar situation. But he's a noon game, which is good because you can have multiple pivot options in case he doesn't play. Uh, other noon games or 3 o'clock or later. So a- anything's fair game. But Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst. Um, oh, I forgot to put Hurst Yeah, on I there. think. Start him. I'm firing up everybody. Start but I am, I, am, I am sadly, like, questioning firing up Todd Gurley. Really? He's been wildly ineffective oh, this no. year. Yeah, I, he has. It, I'm just, I'm nervous. I that just, I, I, it's like. I guess Todd Gurley would be the one, but like to me, start your Falcons. I think you start them. I just you know last week is we Todd were Gurley maybe in that kind of. Uh, here's the thing about Todd Gurley though. Again, probably gonna have to start him if you have him rostered just because he's of the a running, back running back situation. Yeah. Let me just let me just put this in perspective for you on the Todd Gurley front. Uh, granted, two shootouts against Seattle and Dallas. This will probably be another one. The Bears are not as good as both of those teams. So let me just put that, that out there. That is true. So this this is the 
I would argue this is the weakest team the Falcons have faced this year. But Todd Gurley in a shootout with Seattle, 14 attempts, 56 in the score for 12.7 points in PPR. Against Dallas, the biggest shootout I've probably seen in recent memory, 21 attempts, 61 yards for 6.1 fantasy points. Well, that wasn't great, but there were th- <laughs> they had to throw the ball over the place. But they were up game. by like three scores at some points. So you'd think they'd run it because they were throwing the ball. I digress. If you have Gurley, based on running back injuries, you have to play him. I just I'm not confident in it myself. Sure, I understand. Yeah, and I agree with you there. I mean, yeah, but so Jones, when I said start all your Falcons, I probably should have left Gurley out of that. I mean, like, okay. You start Matt Ryan and his pass catchers. How about yep. that? If uh, if Julio Jones is healthy, or it shouldn't say healthy, if Julio Jones is active, I still think you have to start him. Yeah, because he's, he's Julio, Julio Jones. Jones. So unfortunately, like it sucks that you have to monitor and everything like that. But yeah, so I think you play them all. Uh, that's my opinion. I'm going to Atlanta because I'm a fanboy. Well, I'm going to go with Atlanta here, too. Ben is on the fanboy train. It's not just a fanboy. I mean, they're at home. The Bears aren't that good. I, how they're 2-0. and Well, they like faced the Lions, who are also not good. Gave and up. they faced the yeah. Giants, who are very not good. Yeah. So this is also the best team that the Bears have faced. So don't let the uh, Bears. I feel. I don't think you should stream the Bears defense this week. No, I No. I feel really good about the Atlanta offense. Yeah, so this week, uh, we're so. going to bump on over to the afternoon games. Ready, down, put, put, put. Oh, I don't want to talk about this one. That's fine. I mean, it's the 0-2 Jets facing the 1-1 Colts in Indianapolis. It is a dome, and there's a car alarm going off behind me. The Colts are 11.5-point home favorites. That's a lot. Ben. The jet side of the ball, are we starting anybody? <laughs> no. Exactly. I, I mean, Crowder's out, Perriman's out. Bell's, Bell's out. on IR. Sam Darnold's terrible. Frank Gore's old. Chris Herndon's washed. I know he's, he's still young. But uh, they have Chris Herndon blocking. Well, I mean... Unfortunately, there are going to be p- people that out there that have to start Frank Gore. And have to start Chris Herndon. And maybe have to start Chris Herndon. And I, I feel sorry for you guys. Yeah. I want to point out a little fun fact that I, I read on Fantasy Football Twitter last night. So Mike Yusecki, this is his third year in the NFL. Uh, Herndon was a rookie, I think, two years ago as well. So Adam Gase leaves Miami, had Mike Yusecki. The rookie, just big athletic Mike Gusecki, did nothing. <laughs> and also Mike Gusecki explodes last year and this year. Adam Gase goes to the Jets where Herndon had an explosive rookie season. He takes over. Herndon's a blocking tight end. What is going on with Adam Gase? Adam Gase likes running backs. Not Apparently not that much. <laughs> he likes Kalen Balaj and Frank Gore and Isn't Kalen Balaj hurt though? I'm sure he Kalen Balaj should always don't, be hurt. Uh, if you don't have to, don't start Jets. Uh yeah. I put down a name here, but I don't even want to read it. Don't even no yeah, so move on. Stay as far away as you can. Talk Just about move the, Colts. On the Colts side. Uh Jackie Doyle questionable. Marlon Mack's gone. Paris Campbell's gone. Weep some tears. So Phil Rivers, Jonathan Taylor, 
Naeem Hines, Michael Pittman, Mo Alley Cox, and we have a washed up T.Y. Hilton still available. Um, I mean, you start him. Like, I guess it's so. I think I so Rivers stre- like Taylor is the only must start out of all. Right, I'd, I'd agree. Like, even though they're they're facing the Booty Jets, and they're at home. You're not super excited when you look at any of them. So I don't even want to say that you could stream Rivers because it's gonna just they're just gonna give it to Jonathan Taylor yeah. and maybe Naeem Hines just gets them because you I don't know if we want to give the ball to Jonathan Taylor forty times. Yeah, I mean, like Jonathan Taylor's like the only must start, and to yeah. me, everyone else is streamable. A lot of people are gonna have to start T. Y. Hilton because they drafted him high for no reason. Yeah, because he's I a name. Could, I think Mo, Mo Alley Cox is a fun play. If, I like that. That's if what was Doyle was doesn't talk play, about. if so Doyle's out. You play Moelle Cox, I think. Yeah. But they're all just kind of streaming type options. It's not an enticing game fantasy wise. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, stardom. I think Jonathan Taylor will have a, a good game. Um, I think this could be could be low scoring because I think so. I, I mean like Phil Rivers is probably good for a couple interceptions here and there, just because he's Phil Rivers, but he, he just the Philip Rivers hate with you is so real. He, he's not good anymore. No, he's not. Like I mean, if, if this was fi- if we were doing the show five years ago, I'd be all up on Phil Rivers as probably a dude, weekly fantasy. I start. think I remember. Do do I remember? Like, I'll have to pull this up because we'll we'll monitor it this season. Didn't I say? I think we talked about it in the off season. I did a comparison between Jacoby Brissett and Philip Rivers. And Philip Rivers. And it was about the same. And I but showed Rivers you had like ten times the interceptions. I showed you like I had it, and I didn't put the names on yep. it. I'm gonna try to find that. I have it written down because I keep notes like an old man, um, in a notebook and everything. Like an old man. Like an old man. <laughs> um, like I don't know the Colts. They just, the Colts are not that sexy fantasy no. team that gets you all these points. So Jonathan Taylor, that's your option. Uh, we've lingered too long on this one, yeah, I think. Uh, I'm taking the Colts because I feel like it's super I mean, Col- it's Colts at home. The Jets yeah. are booty. Don't start any Jets. Start Jonathan Taylor. Uh, other Colts stream as needed. Yep, moving on. Ready, down, put, put, put. The 0-2 Carolina Panthers head to Los Angeles to face the 1-1 Chargers in that beautiful SoFi Stadium. Uh yeah, the Chargers are – there's no score here in terms I'm of a, I got a betting line. Not a big deal. I have to imagine the Chargers are some type of favorites. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is just uh, just gone, and I, I want to cry. Uh, the Chargers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this game is is not great, but it's still interesting to me. So McCaffrey's out. Uh, three. He's on the why. IR, so three week minimum. That is brutal. So yeah, it's not good. I, as everyone knows, and I'm just gonna get it out right away, and I'll be just quick, be done with it. As everyone knows, I am a McCaffrey owner, and I own him in Andy's home league. I did own him in our main suds league, but that was that's all another story. We own him in, in our dynasty. dynasty league. And we we own him. And we got rid of him because uh, traded him in our 
in the uh, analyst league. Yep. They was either lose for yeah. possibly five weeks. It's it's or sell him so to try to win. It, so like, I love Christian McCaffrey, and it hurts my heart. And hopefully, he's only out like you know three four weeks, and he gets better. But it's a high ankle sprain, so he might come back week week six or seven be ineffective. But the the problem is, and my what my great friend. Nick, uh, the commissioner of the league, always talks about this, and it's the same thing with Saquon. When you, when that guy is that much of a focal point of the offense, and this is where my four year, three to four year running back window comes in. When you get the ball that much, it's bound to happen. Yep, your bump card fills up quick, and uh, At the bump card eventually as we you. Call uh, it. You can't take that hit, but so it's rough for fantasy owners. I know yeah. CMC's out, uh, which he's replaced by Mike Davis, which was probably the most claimed waiver pickup uh, this one week. of them. Yes, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, those are going to be your starters. Uh, I could understand if you could again with all the injuries happening, you could make a case that Curtis Samuel might be a like a super flex, not a super flex, but a a, a risky flex, like a like a desperation flex so he had a, a couple carries out of the backfield last week and he is the most red zone targeted member of that receiver core so i see how you could make an argument for him i don't like it and i fully expect the panthers to be down a lot because i don't think you guys remember but the chargers defense gave the uh chiefs offense some trouble it's fair it's pretty good and it's not a bad defense so teddy bridgewater and the panthers with no cmc I think the Chargers are going to give him some fits. Yeah, I don't. I don't like tough. this game for the. Pa- I mean, the Panthers. I I see no way that they're going to have a great year. Like Ooh. all the hype with like well, Teddy Bridgewater and I. I don't know how much hype there was. They weren't planned on being like a great team. I thought they'd be better, maybe a little better, but that's. that's at least Christian that means that part the Falcons can't la- like end last. So there's at least that third place. All right, right. good job, Falcons. There's a good Anyways. chance. There's a good chance yeah. he'll get that, but like. I mean, you have again Mike Davis. You you don't love it, but I can see him. I can I mean, see everyone's face playing who him. has to play him. Yeah, you don't love it, but you're it, doing but you it. Have to. Uh, DJ Moore, you start him. Yep. Robbie Anderson, you start him because they'll have to throw the ball. I mean, that's the Panther side of the ball. Uh, but the Charger side of the ball has me infinitely more excited. Sure. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's out. A weird situation where the team doctor punctured his lung during a injection. I'm wondering if that team doctor had Justin Herbert on his dynasty team. I well, I mean, like, so what? Uh, is that a conspiracy? It, it feels like it because, like, Anthony I Lynn mean, just came out and said, "If Tyrod's healthy, we play him. There's no reason why we wouldn't." And then, like, two days later, it's like he has a punctured lung. He's out, quote, indefinitely like, until where does that's this healed. Guy, like, where? And it just came out of nowhere. Did on Anthony Sunday. Lynn ask the doctor to puncture Tyrod Taylor's lung? It to came like out of nowhere on Sunday in? too. Like all of a sudden, like that game comes on, and you're like, "Oh, Justin Herbert." Yeah. Oh, I okay. No but anyhow, uh, yeah, Tyrod's out for who knows how long. And honestly, if you have him, you can probably drop him or trade him. Yeah, I mean, you who's going to want him? But this is Justin Herbert's team now. But you're not starting Justin Herbert. You're not. 
You're not starting. Don't 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 even. You, you had like a <laughs> Ben's a, looking at me. There's a you pause. had like a wry smile and a pause. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not. Yeah, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, and Joshua Kelly. Uh, I think you can start all of them with the exception of Mike Williams, just because I fully feel like uh, Keenan Allen's going to get his due along with Hunter Henry. But with as bad as the Carolina Panthers run defense is, it's going to be the Eckler-Kelly show. I almost expect I both so. of them to have 20-plus touches, be that receptions or rushes. I just They're going to just run all over him. You think Kelly's going to get that much? Kelly had 23 carries last week. That's true. And he had 20 touches week one between uh, running and receptions. So this is a fully functioning two-headed monster, but you can definitely start both of those running backs. Uh, Like, I'll give you an example. I have to start Josh Kelly this week uh, over Devonta Adams that we'll mention in a couple games from now. Uh, Not a great thing, but he's he's got a great matchup, and I'm all for it. I just wish Devonta wasn't dead. But and uh, receiver wise, Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, you're probably starting just because tight end is a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I just don't know what Chargers should theoret- like should be up in this game. Yeah, I they will be. I'm pretty confident. Uh, Mike Williams, not sure the usage he'll see with a rookie, but uh, I think he again, a lot of injuries he could be play worthy. Depends on what your your waiver wire looks like, but uh, Eckler, Allen, Henry, Kelly, all startable. Uh, with for me, like I'll say this, Ben might disagree. I think you can start those four with extreme confidence against the Panthers defense. Ben might disagree. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I, I can't disagree with. I can't make an argument against that. No. Yeah. So. So with that being said, the Panthers are not good, and they're missing their key piece. I picked the the Chargers. Sure. I mean, Chargers at home against a booty team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's go to another fun game. Ready, down, hunt, hunt, hunt. The 0-2 Lions travel to Arizona to face the 2-0 Cardinals. They're in a dome. Uh, the Cardinals are favorites. Not sure how much favorites, but they're favorites nonetheless. Uh, I like both of these, both so of this, these offenses. I do know for a fact that this game has the highest uh, expected point total. So that could be fun. Uh, Kenny Galladay is questionable. He admitted he's not feeling 100%, but he is in line to play. The over-under on this game, by the way, 55 points. Yeah, so I, I think it could hit the over. Uh, it's definitely lo- possible. Well, I, th- there's one that's more than that. Is it? Yes, but we'll talk about that one. Okay. Uh, Actually, all of the games coming up are besides the next one. So. Oh, fair enough. We got then a lot I of high-scoring affairs. I saved the best for last. True. So let's talk about the Lions and the Cardinals. Kenny Galladay coming back. Uh, Matt Stafford, Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and TJ Hawkinson. Uh, you can play about half of those with confidence. If Galladay plays, you play him. You have to. Uh, I mean, even though he admits he's not 100%, he's Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I mean, it's the same with like a Julio Jones situation. I'm not saying Kenny Galladay is equal to Julio Jones. I'm saying that explosive offenses, they're going to be down, they're going to throw. Uh, I personally like Swift, Galladay, and Hawkinson in this matchup. Uh, I like Stafford, Galladay, Jones Jr., Hawkinson. I like the no running backs for you. I'm not huge on the would running you, backs. Would you would you like flex in Swift with the injuries because they'll probably yeah. be down? And he's the yeah. Best I was pitcher? gonna say Swift is flexible. People probably picked up AP because of the injuries, so he's. Yeah, 
like you're not. I mean, realistically, you can play them all. You're not. Yeah, you're not super confident. To me, I'm not super confident with the running back situation. I'd rather have Swift than AP. Right. And at the same time, you aren't. There's worse situations to be in with everything going on than having to start one of those two running backs. Correct. I mean, you don't love. Again, I like Swift a lot more. I'd be. I'd actually feel pretty decent starting Swift. AP not so much. So yeah. Stafford, Galladay, if he's if he plays, I like Jones Jr. as like a wide receiver three flex. And T.J. Hawkinson is going to be locked into your tight end spot. Is a Uh, so start your lines with relative confidence because again they're going to be down. They got to pass the Arizona defense just let up uh, a good chunk of points last week. Uh, See, I just the lines while they're probably not going to win. It's going to be a high shooting affair. It should be a fun game regardless. Uh, Arizona Cardinals side, Christian Kirk is out. Boo-hoo. No one misses oh, him. no one cares. Uh, Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitz. The hate uh, on Christian Kirk. I'm sorry. I said that. I got to take that back a little bit. I oh. said, oh, you said boo-hoo, and I was, said no one cares. Yeah, Let I mean, me, that's essentially what it is. That was mean. However, in, in terms of fantasy. He's let me down so many times in fantasy that He's I He's let a I lot of people down. Yeah. People have been high on him for whatever reason. I'm not one of them. No. Um, I was. I'm out. So that was mean. I got to take that back. That wasn't. I will. Uh, I, uh, Christian Kirk, juju. if you're listening, we apologize. We're sorry. Uh, Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitz. You start them all. Even Fitz? Even Fitz. Even Fitz. With Kirk out, I like Fitz a lot more because that's one sure, less person digging I mean, into his targets. I'm not super high on. Larry Fitzgerald. I'd start him in a flex situation, uh, and again, injury situation. If you get him and you have him, yeah. So I'm super confident in Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. I love that connection. Brad, I'm giving been. you permission. You can start all of your Cardinals, <laughs> all five of them. I don't care. I think Does it's he perfect. Five Cardinals. He's got three, but oh. uh, you can start them all, and I won't yell at you this time. So start them all. I think uh, fun, high-scoring game. I just don't think the Lions will be able to contain Kyler Murray. No. He's just too good. He's he, he's yeah. been very good. Um, I like him and Hopkins are on the same page already like oh, yeah. that. But he's DeAndre Hopkins. He's the top one of the top receivers in football. Yeah, I mean he. Um, too bad right tex- now the too best bad Texans that could have been yours. Well, <laughs> David Johnson apparently is way better, way better. I mean, well, I mean it, it it's not gonna be like I don't want to go too back to the crappy Texans, but. They'll they'll have a new head coach after this oh, season anyway. For so. sure. Um but I'll take th- I love the Lions offense. I don't love their defense, so I'll take the Cardinals as well. I'm taking the Cardinals also. Yeah. Uh just because they're just really, really good. And I honestly I was not really drinking the Cardinals Kool-Aid, but I could see them being uh, a heavy playoff team and even making a run depending on how well their defense can do. They're, the offense is just very explosive. They're, they run plays quick. They're uh, highest percent of no huddle offense in football. Like They just move the ball, and they move the ball efficiently, scary quick. So uh, let's move on. Ready, down, hunt, hunt, hunt. The 1-1 one one Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Denver for the 0-2 Broncos. Uh, it is a mid-60s with no rain. The Buccaneers are 5.5-point road favorites, which makes sense because the entire Denver Broncos team is hurt. I mean, they're just done. Yeah, they're they're uh not having a good time. Cortland Sutton out for the season. Drew Locke two to six weeks. Philip Lindsay out, and Jerry Judy is questionable. 
it's not awesome. So we'll start on the home side because there's a lot less to talk about. Melvin Gordon, Noah Font. That's your list. That's really about it. Uh, yeah. Like I mean, Driscoll Jerry. will do the best he can. He he played respectable coming in for the for for Drew Lock last week, but I mean, if Driscoll doesn't do well, they did just sign Blake Bortles, so I could see that being okay, being a thing. Sure. I mean, uh, you're not you're not feeling great about your Broncos, no, right now. I mean, Judy is maybe. Again, I hate like there's a bunch of guys that we have to talk about. That you know we would normally not talk about. Yeah. I mean, Jerry Judy's hurt. He no. he's questionable with a rib injury. He might not play. If he doesn't play, KJ Hamler uh, would probably pop. You're into not the starting him though. No, you're no, not you're, not, you're not. I mean, I if I had my way, I wouldn't start anyone from the Denver Broncos except nope. for maybe Noah Font. I'd start Noah Font. That's the only one that I would start. Yeah. So as well, with somewhat confidence. Um, I mean, Melvin Gordon's going to see Well, Melvin volume, Gordon is going to be started by a ton of people, again, because of the... Name value. They drafted him And high. the injury apocalypse. Yeah, and the injury so. apocalypse. But uh, Gordon and Font, that's your list for the Broncos. Not super uh, fantastic, but on to the Buccaneers. Uh, no current injuries. Everyone seems to be on track to play. Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and, of course, the Gronkowski. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of people. So, like, it looks like Brady has his full full arsenal, mm-hmm. his full rapport. And I think it's going to be a not fun day for the Denver Broncos. I don't either. I mean, I know their defense is good. It's all right. They lost a couple key but, pieces. but um, Starting Brady. Yep, starting Brady. Starting Fournette. Uh, you could. I mean, running back apocalypse. Uh, yeah, injury, you're you starting Fournette. He had a big week last week. You can probably start Ronald Jones. You're probably starting Ronald the Jones. The minute that Fournette rushes for two losses in yeah. a row or fumbles the ball, yeah. Ronald Jones Which is, is back in the game. Which is bound to happen. Which it's Leonard Fournette, so of course. Godwin is back. You're starting him. Evans is back. Evans is uh, Gronk should healthy. be on the waivers. Gronk, you're not starting. He's Garrett. Uh, that's why I put his name in there. Um, z- 0 for 1 last week was 0. Like, he's... Mm-hmm. I think Goodbye. he's had like six total targets for the year. I and that's probably being a little too high. So I made the mistake of drafting him. I'm sure a lot of people did. Yeah, As like, like a top ten tight end. Yeah, but I mean, you can. To me, he's done. Like I know yeah, it's I only two weeks, but like like Gronk's just done. zero anything from Gronk so far. Yeah, it's don't like good. it, especially with all the other weapons. Yeah, so. Godwin Evans in uh, Fournette, Ronald Jones in just because of injury apocalypse. Brady seems like a lock at this point. Gronk yeah. is a drop, in my opinion. As well. Uh, now, can you pick up, like, O.J. Howard? No. No? No. I don't think so. Brady passes to the running back and to his receivers. Like, I know that he's always been a tight end guy with Gronk, but, like, yeah. this is not the same Gronk, yeah. and O.J. Howard is not Gronk. No. Uh, but O.J. Howard got some targets. Some, but, like... There are better ty- like Drew Samples out there, Logan Thomas is out there. Yeah. Well, that's why I feel like, like yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't in good conscience play any tight end from Tampa. That's why I like Ronald Jones still though. That's I mean And that's that goes right. to our that goes to our bet. We're going to we'll Again, we have that poll up, up but bad. we'll tell you at the end, but it's uh but I that's why I like Ronald Jones here cuz I think as good of a g- game as Fournette head on the ground, Ronald Jones is still going to be in there as true. the passing. You're not wrong. It's the passing back, and uh, he'll still get a fair share of targets yeah. and touches. 
I am going Tampa. Yeah, obviously. I I'm gonna go Tampa Bay too. Dem- Denver is just in trouble. Uh, but this is gonna be one of the the big the the next three games are all gonna be fun. Uh, not much to talk about, but fun nonetheless. Uh, let's uh, move on. Ready, down, put, put, put. What do you mean? Not much to talk about, dude. Oh, I mean, I mean, like. With these particular games, you're you're just starting everyone. Oh, I suppose. So, I mean, there's still plenty to talk about, though. I mean, there is. The one and one Cowboys travel to Seattle to face the two and O Seahawks. This one uh, is the going Cowboys to should be zero and two, searching for their first win. But hey, who am I to judge? High sixties, no rain. Seahawks are five and a half point home favorites, uh, and they should be because they are. They have Russell Wilson. They're really good. They're really good. I hate to say, like. It's gotten to the point now, as a Packers fan, it's it's tearing me up because if you've listened to this podcast enough, I have way too much love for the Seattle Seahawks. And the more I watch them, Russell Wilson last Sunday night was just amazing. He tapped into that unlimited potential. Is, it, it's just he is so good. It's crazy how good he is. Um, so, I mean, basically in this game, we'll go through the names, but I, you, you start everybody. everyone. Because uh, the, the Seahawks defense <laughs> is not the Seahawks defense. I mean, they're still a good defense, but these are two just high-powered offensive teams. Yeah, I mean, the, the Seahawks have faced just some, some bangers of offenses, and they've put up these big shootouts. Yeah. Like, what, the Seahawks have faced the Falcons and the Patriots. Uh, both of which were over 30 points per team. This And this is the game that um, we, we just talked about, the game with the over-under. Yeah, this one's um, With the Lions and Cardinals being at 55, this one's 57. Yeah, so And this, I'm taking the over. It, could, it very well could be. I mean, especially for the Seahawks. The Seahawks are just going to torch Dallas. But let's start on Dallas' side. Uh, Dak, Zeke, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz. Uh, should be Blake Jarwin, but who, beggars can't be choosers. So let me just ask you a question. If Dalton Schultz has an amazing year, was I technically right about Blake Jarwin? Uh, in a way, yeah, maybe. I, I think, but in I, a way, I, maybe. I but it's not Cowboys tight end, young Cowboys tight end. Whatever. Uh, all five names or six names that I mentioned, you play them all. You just start them. Like that's just even again the Seahawks. Even third receiver CD Lamb. Who's put up some impressive numbers yeah, he's for, been good. for the rookie? And he might be the second receiver. Actually, the way it's looking, yeah, it's Lamb looking. looked like he's second, Gallup yeah. looked like he's third, which is just mind-boggling because Gallup but is Dak, so talented. Dak last week, uh, rushing in three. We're not. We're not even talking about that. I, we, we don't want to talk about last week at all. No, for Dak, no. And how good, like how how, how good bad the, the Falcons were. played that gave them the game. That onside kick Come was on, garbage. Man. It was awful. So here's the thing about the Cowboys that really make me mad from last <sighs> week. It's a short one. So the problem with it is the Cowboys got beat up for the first two and a half quarters. And I fully admit the losses on Atlanta. I get that. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys did not play well at all. They played well in the fourth quarter. When it the mattered. Falcons gave them all this room. The thing about it, though, is the Cowboys won this game, and now they think that everything they were doing was 100% correct. So they, well, I don't. They get to leave. I this, don't think that. They get I to think they know they game. stole one. They get to leave this game being like, "We played well today." No, you didn't. No. You played like trash. I, I, the Falcons just did the thing where they're up by twenty and they took the foot off the gas. 
That's what happened. I think they know they stole one. I don't think they know that. Not even a little bit. Well, or anyways, you start them all, all the Cowboys, yeah. because again the offense is fairly good, and you go to Seattle. You start every Seattle person. Can I name the Seahawks? Sure. Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Those are the four main fantasy viable guys. Uh, did I miss any? Nope. There's a. I mean, there's probably a couple guys out there that you'll look at and be like, I like mean, if you, like that Moore guy had a big game last. If you have week, to think a dart throw, like yeah, you can do. I think it was David Moore. Yeah. Uh, if you absolutely have to, Greg Olson, I guess I'm not happy with it. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's those are the four you're starting because that's pretty much what all the 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 stuff comes from. So you've got most likely MVP of the 2020 what? season, Russell Wilson. Uh, he's gonna win again because he's amazing. Two weeks in, I I he's my front runner. At least he'll get some votes this year. They were talking about that, like some of the stuff that they were talking about. Just I watched that Sunday night game intently because I I love Cam Newton. I love Russell Wilson. Like, it was a great game to watch. Some of the stuff they were talking about, like how, like the, I don't have the stats. Maybe we should put them up on, on Twitter later, like Russell Wilson in the deep throws. Like, Man. just how perfectly he throws the ball. And no, he's like got just, one of the best deep balls in the league, for sure. And he has never received even a vote for MVP. That doesn't surprise me. It surprises me a little bit. It's always been about Seattle's defense for the longest time. I suppose. But uh, I mean, they're they're just they're they're that good. It's, I guess I guess you were right. There's not really a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's just so you, you start just, all of your Cowboys and yeah. you do that every week. You start all of your Seahawks and you do that every week. I wanna, I guess I can bring just a little quick anecdote about someone on Facebook. I think I told you about this. You did, yeah. He. He said he did not start Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, and was asking about it. And I said, "Who did who did you not start them for?" And he picked Philip Rivers. And Marded Mar Beldis Scantling. Yeah, not that's, a good, not a good idea. So I just want to say that's kind of my point: is don't overthink. Start your studs, and that's the case in this game. Yep. So start your studs. I'm picking Seattle because they're the better team. I am picking the Seahawks as well. And the Cowboys can lose the rest of the game for the season as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Let's move on to Sunday night. Ready, down. Hunt, hunt, hunt. The 2-0 Green Bay Packers travel to New Orleans to face the 1-1 New Orleans Saints. Inside of the Dome, the Saints are three-point home favorites. How about that? Uh, this is going to be an interesting game, I think. So both teams are in uh, a similar boat. Uh, Devontae Adams is doubtful game time decision. Let's That's be honest, he's not, not going to play. play. You can't really count on him. And this is what I was talking about before. I'm starting Joshua Kelly from the Chargers over Devontae Adams because it's a 7 o'clock game on Sunday. I have no other Sunday night game pivot, and I have no Monday night pivot. So if he doesn't play, I just don't have anybody. So you have to make that call, and you have to sit him. And it stinks. It sucks. It really does. I mean, but that's mean? that's what football happen. It happens that's, sometimes. That's what's it's just the name of the game this yep. year. But so likewise, far. Michael Thomas has also already been declared out. So both teams without their star wide receivers. So it's going to be which receivers step up on the Packers side. You've got Alan Lazard, Valdez Scantling, 
and that's really about it. Aaron Jones is the is the team. Th- these teams are almost in identical positions. Kinda older-ish quarterbacks. Granted, Rodgers can still chuck it with the rest of them. He's Breeze not as old as Breeze. Just has lost that arm. It seems like it a little bit. So Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback between the two now. Breeze has a, a storied record. He's probably one of the best to ever be a quarterback. I'm not saying not. I'm just saying he's 41. He's lost a step. It's a bummer, but it happened. So with that being said, star receivers out. Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, rock star running back. Sure. And you've got backup pass catchers in Alan Lazard, MVS. And on the Saints side, you've got Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook. And Traquan Smith, I guess, because Thomas is out. So it's almost a very similar situation. Both with good, solid defenses. Yep. Too. And this is the very first well, that yeah, you yeah. put on here. This is the first real test for the Green Bay offense to face. I did. I did put that because they mean, have faced two not great teams to start with. You know, in in talking about this now, normally because this is, as Andy says, first and foremost, a Packers podcast. Packers podcast. First. Um, we uh, we usually put this game first, but because it's Sunday night, it yep. landed here. Um, uh, and the way Andy just framed it. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, they're very similar teams. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why Saints are only a three-point. F- they're getting the three points for being at home. These are evenly matched teams. Um, I would, pr- I would argue that Rodgers is the better quarterback. Yep. Uh, at this point, uh, Aaron Jones had a monstrous week last week. Yep, and I expect that to continue, especially As with Devontae being I. off the field. As do I. Um, can. Lazard and possible MVS step up, maybe. maybe. Honestly, I'm I'm intrigued to see if a full game out. I'm I'm intrigued to see which tight end from the Packers has more snaps and more targets. Sure, because Bobby Tanyan <laughs> looked real good last week. He did. Uh, Jay Sternberger has made me sad. Yeah, because I was all about you. him. You were in the off season, and he just cannot figure out that you close your fingers yeah. to catch the ball. Those hands aren't working. Like you know. Get him a new pair of gloves. Get him to work with Devonte a little bit on those hands. Right. So all, so, all said and done. Are you so? Obviously, you're starting Aaron Jones. You're starting Aaron Jones. Starting Aaron Rodgers. I am starting Aaron. You're Rogers. starting Aaron Rodgers. Um, obviously, Devonte again. While he's doubtful, he's not playing. You can't count on it. With that being said, Just Lazard and MVS for me are both starts. Okay. Because MVS? someone's got to pick up where Devontae. I'd going. say I'd say Lazard, but MVS is tougher. I think you, you can do both. It's like kind of a deep, it's, deeper it's, throw. Yeah, you can do both. Okay. I mean, MVS is the the deep guy. Lazard is the over the middle guy. So I'd start them both. Because again, I have no idea if any of the tight ends are going to even be playable. It's true. So well, no, they they aren't. Yeah, those those are the two that I would pick. Um, and and likewise on the Saints side of the ball, like you've got Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, and Traquan Smith. Uh, you can probably start Cook and Traquan Smith. Uh, Sanders just you don't looks, like you don't like Emmanuel Sanders, huh? He's not. He's a non-factor in both games this year. That's and the so thing far. about it is, with Michael Thomas being out, he had two targets. Yeah, I expect that to continue. Yeah, it did not look good. So. But, I mean, it's going to be Aaron Jones versus Alvin Kamara. That's going to be the whole game. I, th- I suppose. I mean, um, for the most part. I mean, as far as tight ends go, I like Jared Cook. I like Jared Cook. You can play him. Yeah. Yeah, Cook and, and Traquan Smith seem like the most. the most. Uh, but people, like, people are not going to be 
as much on the Trey Corn Smith thing. He had a good game last week. No, I know. I'm just saying, like fantasy wise. No, I got you. That's a that's a good like I'm that's a deep cut. Well, it's the deep show. It is, and it's also injury apocalypse. So, that, is, yeah, like, so sure. you're saying between the two, you'd rather have Traquan Cook over Emmanuel Sanders? I'd rather have Traquan Smith over Traquan Emmanuel Smith, Sanders. Sorry, uh, Jared Cook, I'd have over both of them. I think. Oh, absolutely, he's big body. But he's at tight end, though. Yeah. Oh. But no, yeah, Traquan Smith, I think. Uh, in the injury apocalypse of running backs, could you do uh, Latavius Murray? You could, but I would uh, put him in the exact same boat that Jamal Williams is in for the there Packers. There you go. Uh, I g- think Latavius Murray, though, has a better chance if oh, you're TD hunting. Yeah. If you're touchdown to hunting, sure. touchdown. But, uh, yeah, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara are just so good. It's going to be a showcase. It's it's going to be that versus – it's going to be Jones versus Kamara. Sure. And then when the quarterback needs to throw, Rodgers will do better than Breeze. Do you start Drew Breeze? I can't. Oh. You I don't, th- I don't think I could make that. I don't think I could make that. Yeah, argument. but you've been super low on Drew Brees a lot more than everyone. Yeah, but I've else. been right so far. <laughs> so far, it's only two games in. <laughs> I know, but so far, yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. a tougher. It's not like y- y- you have to think about it with Drew Brees right now because the Packers defense has been pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, so I'm picking the Packers because I just don't think the Saints have it this year. I'm picking the Packers because it's a Packer podcast. I'm a Packer fan. That that too, but let's. It's uh, very similar. It's very similar to you're gonna pick Atlanta every week. I'm probably gonna pick Green Bay every week, but because Green Bay is just a much better team, yeah. I'm gonna gain more games on you doing. Oh, that. for sure. That's okay. I'm okay with it. Let's go to the uh, main event: the Tyson Holyfield Monday Night Football game. Ready, down, hunt, hunt, hunt. The two zero. Woo. Defending champions, Kansas City Chiefs travel to the 2-0 Baltimore Ravens. It is a high 70s with no chance of rain. The Ravens open as three-and-a-half-point home favorites against the defending champions. So, Who? so Sunday and Monday night games this week Epic. are, are just awesome. Like, yeah, it's, it's like the, the end of the football week. Uh, you get that Seattle Dallas game in that after that kind of last afternoon yep. game going into the Sunday night game. You get Green Bay, New, Green Orleans. Bay, New Orleans. And then this one. This game. Just, just wow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, only injury to even discuss on both sides, then we'll just kind of go into an open forum discussion, is Sammy Watkins is in the concussion protocol. Uh, so you're not playing him. Uh, even if he was uh, healthy, I'm not sure he's playable. Because uh, week one, Watkins, it's uh, now week three. He's yeah, over. You're back to to injured hammy. Yep. Like not doing anything, sitting out half the game, yep. coming back in, Sammy Watkins. So chief side of the ball, uh, Patty Mahomes, Mr. Clyde, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, locks. Start them. They're just in your lineup Always. Every week, no matter what. Baltimore Ravens is a little bit different. I'll go over the locks first. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Mandrews. Yep. That's it. Yes, those are the must starts. Now there are a peep there are a few more people on the Ravens side that are you gotta think a bit more. Hollywood Brown, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, 
Gus Edwards. Now, I know a lot of you are asking, why are you bringing up Gus Edwards? I would take Gus Edwards off. He's the third string running back. He had the best game out of the running backs, not named J.K. Dobbins, who scored twice. He saw a ton of time last week. Mark Ingram, I'm not sure he's the guy. We'll see. I mean, you can't start (laughs) Edwards on a fantasy team right now. Why not? We're looking at starting Ronald Jones or Jeff Wilson Jr. I know. I, I, that's, I'm not looking at starting Jeff Wilson Jr. I am. You are. Yeah. I'm not looking at it. Like, I'm not looking at starting Gus Edwards either. Uh, that's a g- I mean, you pose a good question, though. You really do. Of course I do. I'm I the mean, host of the show. But I know, but it's hard with, like, a third running back, you know? Like... I can't do it. So here's my unless you're like again, this is a by an injury apocalypse desperation thing. Yeah. Maybe. Here's my by bad take for this game, and I will fully admit to it being a bad take, and I might be very wrong. Both of these teams have above average defenses. Sure. There is a chance this game is not what you're expecting from the Chiefs and the Ravens. This could very well be like a 20 to 28 situation. It could. I don't think it's going to be fireworks. I think it'll be an interesting field goal ridden game. Maybe. Harrison Butker versus well, obviously, Justin Tucker. Well, you're always, Harrison Butker is a must start no matter what. Oh, like, so is Justin Tucker. In your lineup. Yeah. Like Harrison Butker sits on your bench when he's on a bye week because you have to go pick yeah. up another there kicker. Are, there are a few kickers who I will let sit on my bye week <laughs> or on my bench if it's a bye week. I, there, but Butker is one of them. There's zero. For me, yeah, you know what? Like, and that's that's honestly that's part of why I don't why I stream kickers all the time because I'm not gonna spend. You see, people be dumb and they're like, I I don't want to say dumb. Let me take that back. But drafting like the like Harrison Bucker or Justin Justin Tucker, Tucker, or they draft you know the this year the Steelers defense. Well, guess what? Great, you have that number one, but when that bye week comes and you have to sit them on your bench because you don't want to drop them, you just lost a bench spot. And especially in deep leagues, when you need, especially a year like this, when you're going to need that bench spot. Oh, waivers are so crappy. And waivers are just the worst. That is my, that's the reason I always stream kickers and defenses. Now, I could be wrong. No, I mean, yeah. I know last year was an exception for me. I don't typically do that with defenses, but I had the New England defense last well, year. Well, sure. So I had to sit up. Yeah, but you had to make them. a decision. I don't yeah. want to be forced to make a decision. Like, like when I go to the waiver wire, I like to, like, after the week's over and I'm able to do it, I tend to, unless I'm play- streaming them next week for some reason, I drop my kicker and defense right away so I can pick up more guys off waivers. And then I decide to to drop off waivers no that that's fine i'm just you know anyway that either way but butker got me into that but i think you i think it's going to be a a unexpectedly defensive football game uh or or it's just going to be like 70 points between the two teams yeah who knows but i mean the over under on that guy you're looking at 55 yeah which is the same as the detroit arizona game but to your point, 
they do both have above average defenses. But I mean, they the Ravens have, have like one of the top five, in my opinion, defenses. Sure, and the Chiefs' defense is sneaky good, but their offenses are that much better than their defenses. That's why yeah. we'll see. Either way, you have to start your studs. You know, At, so. start your studs. If you have to start a running back from the Ravens, you can probably do well with Mark Ingram or J.K. Dobbins. Edwards um, is interesting to watch, though. I, no, I mean, is. you bring up a good point. Yeah, I don't know that I could start him this week, but you might want to flag him, put him on your watch list. If yeah. you have a deep bench, maybe stash him. Yeah, if you're in like a 14-team league yeah. where everyone's dead, grab him. Um, um, and I, I actually like like Hollywood as kind of a flex option. I mean, Hollywood is the number one, yeah. so you, you can probably play him. I just Most people are playing him because they drafted him to, like yeah. a number one receiver. It, I just, for some reason, I have a feeling in my gut it's going to be a low-scoring game. But that's, again, could be me. That's a gut feeling. You still have to, no matter no, what. You, like, you have to start them. Absolutely. Don't overthink it. You still have to start your Yeah, sense. I'm not advocating for you to sit anybody well, in this game. I'm know, just saying that. Someone's going to look and be like, well, Baltimore has a good defense. I don't know how good Tyreek Hill is going to be. No, shut up. Start him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, all that being said and done, uh, Baltimore's taking the win here, in my opinion. I. Uh, Kansas City just finds a way. So Ben Fick and Casey. And in what I think is going to be a high-scoring affair, I'm going to take the Chiefs, yes. Well, I did say on a previous episode that I think Baltimore has the best chance to go undefeated, and I'm keeping that alive here. Okay. So I, I was going to say, didn't you say both these teams have a chance to go undefeated? They have a chance, but I think the Ravens, I mean, they, they're going to run into each other as they yeah. are here. Uh, but Baltimore, Early on. Baltimore has the best chance, I think. So where are we at so far as far as like uh, our records for the pick'em? Pick'em, yeah. Well, let's just pull that up. I know you had it up there. Uh, entering week three with the Jacksonville Miami game already tallied. Ben picked Miami. I picked Jacksonville. I am at uh, twenty-three wins, and Ben's at twenty-two wins. Oh, so I have one more than Ben has. How did that happen? Well, you know, just I made some pretty dumb picks. I think last week. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking yeah, at it. It wasn't your best. Uh, <laughs> I made some stupid picks. Wasn't your best. Uh, anyway, well, that's still close. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be close. we're gonna probably be pretty close with that. A lot of our bets this this year. So yep. Uh, but that's gonna do it. We have a poll question on our Twitter currently. Uh, we want you to choose our second running back this week. I don't know. I don't. So we'll talk about it slightly more. I'll let you say it. Sorry. It's, is it Ronald Jones versus Denver or Jeff Wilson versus the Jets? Are they both juniors? Yeah, I think so. Why didn't we put junior in there? No. Which junior? We'll put that, like, which junior do we play? But we have that poll up, and we have that up for the next few days because we need to know by Sunday, <laughs> obviously. This uh, is, by the way, our RB2. This is going to be our RB2. Again, like I said, Injury Apocalypse was not kind to the Tecmo Bros. <laughs> and this is where we are. And this is what we have to do. So uh, let us know. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, to give us a follow on Twitter, and to make sure that you give us a like and a subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And after you do, leave us a five-star review. That's going to do it for us here. I was Tecmo Bro Andy. This was Tecmo Bro Ben. We'll talk to you guys next week.